Yo, yo, what's up? It's your boy Will Smith with Red and Bold. I'm your MTMV correspondent for your Kansas City football. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, so we're coming off a dub, coming off a dub against those Jacksonville Jaguars. It was said that the Jaguars would be a good test. It seems like, but you know what happens, man, um, with, uh, you know, watching, you know, all of the shows. You know, I watch NFL Network, you know, some shows on there. Going to football, you got your ESPN, so you have your uh, first take and um, in NFL Live, and you know, and you listen to some of the analysts, and you know they big up low Jacksonville Jaguars is going to be a tough test, you know, against they have the Chiefs haven't played against a a top tier defense. They'll be going against the top defense in the league. Be interesting to see if Mahomes can do what he does. Whoop de whoop, you know what I'm saying? So. So now we beat the Jaguars. Patrick Mahomes puts up 23 points. The offense puts up 23 points on that Jaguars defense. They were moving the ball. <laughs> Yo, and Travis Kelsey had a field day. They were moving the ball easily, you know, um, on the Jaguars, you know. And Mahomes did have his, his first two mishaps of the season. Game five, you know what I'm saying? And we knew it was going to happen. I mean, no one thought he's going to go with zero interceptions for the whole season. That would just be ridiculous. But um, the first one, the throw was a little too high. And the second one is uh, he came off. He was like a little, almost a small play action fake. And it didn't seem like he threw it very quickly after he turned. So he had to turn around and look down the field. And he did it so quick, but it didn't really seem like he really diagnosed the field. Now I don't know if he felt the pressure, if he saw the guy coming, because there was a guy rushing from his backside, and his back was to the guy, and he would have been sacked had he held onto the ball longer. So I don't know if he rushed to throw, and he just didn't see um, the defensive player coming across, and he threw the interception. You know, and he knew it was a bad play. The good thing about Mahomes is, is that he's going to learn from his mistakes. He's going to look at the footage. He's not going to make the same mistake again. You know what I'm saying? But what I was going to say is that, um, yeah, it's funny how the, the opponent all of a sudden gets diminished when the Chiefs beat him. <laughs> like, oh, well, you know, Jack Blake Bortles, he's a horrible quarterback. You know, uh, no one expected him to, um, Blake Bortles to beat him. And, but the Jags had the number one defense, and we put up 23 points on him. And we were driving, pretty much kind of having our way with their defense, the best defense in the league. And so, you know, we put up 23 points. Our defense played. Yo, I was proud of our defense last week. Though we do have, man, the injuries are mounting up for the Chiefs, I tell you, golly. But the defense played good. D4 ball. Um, I'm glad D4 um, did not show up on the, the injury list. Um, like being questionable or, or doubtful or anything like that. So we will have the pass rush of D Ford. But the defense ball, man, Chris Jones ball, D Ford ball. Um the secondary played better. Even Scandrick made some plays as much as he may um as much as he frustrates you, he also makes you happy at times. <laughs> it's like it's either a feast or a famine with Orlando Scandrick, man. But when he does make a play, man, he is it's it seems to be at the right times when he does make a play. He, he actually has made a few pass breakups. Um, it said that his uh, stats right now, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, is actually 
better than Marcus Peters right now. Not saying that he's a better cornerback, but he's currently having a, a better season, very surprisingly. <laughs> so, but I was uh, proud of our boys, man. Armani Watts came in on the blitz and got a, got a sack, man. Everybody was making plays, and the defense seems to be, this Chiefs defense seems to be more physical than than last year. So they're playing physical. Um, we're still giving up a lot of yards. But you know what, man? I want to say in this league now, in this day and age, in the current NFL, I don't look so much at yards. Everybody's going to get a lot of yards, especially with the rules catered more to the offensive side of the ball and, and people not being able to hit quarterbacks the way they used to be able to hit them. So cats are kind of pulling up at times, but it's just the the rules are are, are geared towards offense making plays. So there's going to be yards. I don't care about yards. You know what I care about? Points. <laughs> Who's going to have the most points in the end? Can you stop a team from scoring? And the Chiefs are doing a good job of getting off the field on third down. They're the best third down defense in the league. Just because you could give up. Uh, 500 yards, but if you still win the game, you score more points, it don't matter. You can let a team move up and down the field, but if they ain't scoring touchdowns, you good. So, the most important thing is not yards because the teams are going to get yards. It's points. Jacksonville only scored 14 points. And and as much as, you know, people want to say, oh, Blake Borders is just a horrible quarterback. He you know, he had five turnovers, you know, four interceptions. and But the thing you can't overlook is, yeah, he had those turnovers, but the defense caused those turnovers. They, they were putting pressure on Blake Bortles all day for most of the game until D4 went out the game and um, we had lost him. And then we lost Justin Houston, so our pass rush was not as efficient. We weren't getting much pressure, but when Houston and when D4 was in there, it's like, yeah, we were getting pressure. Chris Jones, you know, we were getting pressure on Blake Bortles. So when you put pressure on a quarterback, that'll often cause that quarterback to make mistakes most of the time. And when you're hitting them and you're getting sacks. And so I give credit to the Chiefs defense, which, um, you know, a lot of people don't want to do. They want to put the blame on, on, on Blake Bortles. But when, you know, I think he did put up some yards on the on the on on New England <laughs> when they played him. I think he, you know, he has had some games where he's passed for over 300 yards. So, uh, yeah. So, it's funny how, you know, teams always get diminished once the Chiefs beat them. It's like, okay, uh, well, will they beat the Steelers? Uh, we beat the Steelers. They diminish that win. Um, or should I say devalue or just kind of minimize the win. And then we beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. They diminish that win, minimize that. So, my thing is like, okay. I say we beat the Patriots. I, I'm, it'll be interesting to see if we beat the Patriots. I really want to say when. Ah, man, I, hey, we get this dub, man. We got to get this dub. But let's say if we beat the Patriots, it'll be interesting to see how they minimize and say, say oh, well, you know, it wasn't New England's best game. Tom Brady had an off day. You know, uh, you know, New England's defense isn't that good. No one, you know what I'm saying? So it'll be interesting because they always seem to do that when the Chiefs beat somebody. And beat them handily or just have a good win. They kind of diminish the the quality of the team, so to speak. So, but anyway, we handled our business versus Jacksonville. We got the Patriots coming up. Oh, I do want to say in regards to the injuries, though. Just red fluke accident, man. Golly. So your boy, DeAnthony Thomas. 
Mm-hmm. Um, is somebody stepped on his leg and it refractured his leg, so we lose DeAnthony Thomas. And some people may not think that that's a huge loss, and it may not be a huge loss, but it is uh, a loss that will impact the team more so, especially in special teams. Oh my goodness! Like you can't voice the value that Thomas has on special teams and kickoff and even on punt return sometimes when they put him back there along with Tyreek Hill like what are you going to do like he's a he's another explosive player he's a tough guy you know he runs hard he can make moves he can make cuts he's um, especially when you throw him out there with on the offensive unit another weapon for Patrick Mahomes that we lose out on he'll be back this season but to me that is a a tough loss Armani Watts is um He's on IR. I don't know if he's coming back this season. He started. He was starting to play well, uh, and you just want you want more reps for your young your young players, especially a guy like Armani Watts, who seems to be coming on and was playing better, getting more reps, because um, you're preparing those guys for post Eric Berry, because um, you know hopefully I think Eric Berry is going to be coming back. If he wasn't coming back, they would have been. Put him on IR. So I think they're just, you know, no need to rush him. Let's wait and have him for the second half of the season or whenever. But Eric Berry will be back this season. That's what I believe. There's no point. I mean, if, if the Chiefs didn't strongly believe that Eric Berry was coming back, he would be on the IR right now. So, but we have to prepare for post Eric Berry because uh, this injury that he has, I don't know if there's anything that can be done for it or if it's just something you got to play with. For the rest of your career or, you know, so it's a pain management thing, they say. So we have to prepare for post Eric Berry, which I hate to say. I wish he was healthy, man. Eric Berry is one of my favorite defensive players. He's one of the best safeties in the league. And he changes that defense when he's out there. Like, you got to – quarterbacks have, always have to know where Eric Berry is on that field. And he makes plays, man. I mean, you can just go back to the Atlanta Falcons game a couple years ago where he had two interceptions, one for a pick six and one for a pick two. He changes the game. And he comes up on that run. He's, he's just a he's a great player. <laughs> and if he wasn't injured so much, he would potentially be a Hall of Fame player. But he's been injured so much, you know. But he's one of the best safeties in the league. So, But anyway. But Armani Watts is out. We lost uh, Justin Houston's out. That's our other pass rusher. Uh, who else? We, um, Eric Murray's out. That's another safety that's out. So the the injuries. Oh, Laurent Deverney Tardif, right guard. He's out. So the injuries are mounting up for the Chiefs, and I'm wondering. I'm like, man, will the Chiefs still be able to play? I mean, we we're just getting the defense to start to come around and being physical. And I don't know, man. It's like when. We'll see how those injuries impact this game against the Patriots. And I don't want to use that as an excuse if we were to lose. But, I mean, those are huge losses that we had defensively. I mean, we had to bring back Frank Zombo. Yeah. (laughs) They did sign Nate Orchard, the outside linebacker that was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. So, we'll see how much much they'll use him out there. Maybe he'll be out there on – um, on passing downs to kind of help out with the rush. But one thing I am happy about is that D Ford is healthy and that D Ford will play. So um, the thing is, they may try to neutralize D Ford and either double team him or, you know, have a running back chip on him to help out. 
Because if you neutralize him, okay, now somebody else has to rush him and get to Tom Brady. So, it's going to be a good game. It's a big game for the Chiefs. Um, like we all know, the Chiefs are 5-0. and If they were to win this game against the Patriots, they would be 6-0, and and they would have a three-game lead on the Patriots. They would have a huge lead in the AFC for that number one seed. And I know it's early in the season, but that's what we're – I mean, the Chiefs could potentially position themselves to be all of those top teams and be the number one seed to playoffs and have a bye and then have a game at Arrowhead Stadium, a home game, or basically to have home home field advantage throughout the playoffs. That's what the Chiefs could have. And the, and if even if they lose, let's say they lose at 5-1, and one, they still have – they would have a one-game lead up on the Patriots, but the Patriots would have the tiebreaker. So the Chiefs would have to finish with a better record than the Patriots and also, of course, win the division, but they would have to finish with a better record than the Patriots. But if we get this win and we remain and we go to 6-0, and we have the tiebreaker of the Patriots, the Steelers, Jaguars, and then we also have the Bengals coming up. And so, I mean, yo, the Chiefs, they hold – the des- their destiny in their own hands. They could run run away with it in the AFC. Um, we want to, of course, we want to win as many games as possible. Do I think the Chiefs will go undefeated? No, but I'm still wondering, like, okay, who's going to be the ones to beat us? If the Patriots don't beat us, the Bengals, who? And the trap game could be the Browns, but we'll see. <laughs> but, yeah, so I was watching some um, – Watched a little bit of Patriots and uh, some some of the highlights of the Patriots versus the Colts, and defensively the Patriots just don't scare me. I mean they're not a great defensive team. Um, the Chiefs have played against better defenses. Um, you know, i.e. the Jacksonville Jaguars, which was the best defense in the league, and they were able to move the ball as they will. And you know Andy Reid's going to come up with a great a great game plan. He's always been good against Bill Belichick. And and um, Andy Reid just knows how to – he knows how to draw up plays. He knows how to scheme to get his players open. I think he has Bill Belichick's number. Even in that playoff game that we lost, um, what was about four years ago? When we played New England, it may have been the, either the first or the second season of Andy Reid being in Kansas City. I, I can't remember the year, but that was the year we had. I'll never forget, you know, now Davis a running back and you had Jamal Charles and got injured. And, and the Chiefs were driving. I remember the Chiefs driving down the field and it would have and um, they were driving the ball down the field. You know, they were moving smoothly, smoothly down the field. And we were in um, Patriots on the Patriots side of the field, probably around the Patriots' 30-some-yard line. Now Davis, he breaks a run. He's got the first down. He's going for extra yards, and he fumbles. And that was a turning point in that playoff game. The Chiefs, I know they could have won that game, but that was a turning point. You can't turn the ball over against the Patriots and give them extra possessions. But, so, the, the Patriots, they don't scare me defensively. I was watching this Colts game, and Andrew Luck, he has T.Y. Hilton didn't play in this game. So he has a whole bunch of guys. I have no no idea who these guys are. 
no idea. He's playing with these no. I don't like Kyler guys. Guys, no names, but just like not household name guys. Andrew Luck is playing with, and he's moving the ball. He's making throws. He was back there chilling. Had time to throw the ball. And so I'm like, man, if you give Mahomes that much time, come on. Like, if Andrew Luck can do this against this Patriots defense, what do you think Mahomes is going to do? And so, I mean, the only guy that I did know was Eric Ebron, the tight end, and the Patriots were having trouble with Ebron, and I think he scored a couple touchdowns against the Patriots. You know, so um, the only time when the Patriots started to get a rush is when, and, and this is his thing, like, the Colts has a, the first possession, they kicked field goal, missed field goal. Second possession, kicked another field goal. You're not holding the Chiefs to a whole lot of field goals, nor will the Chiefs have empty possessions. They've, they haven't they have punted much. <laughs> so that's not going to go down against the Chiefs. The Chiefs, and, and we have a good field goal kicker. So, I mean, where other teams are struggling with their field goal kickers and field goal kickers is Somehow this season, missing a lot of kicks. Our kicker is that we have a very good field goal kicker in Harrison Butt Kicker. Butker, we call him Butt Kicker. But, yeah, the only time they started getting pressure was when the Colts got down. And they were, and Angela Ashley threw an interception. That led to a quick Patriots touchdown. You know what I'm saying? But they got down about 21 to 3 or 21, nothing. I can't remember. Probably 21 3, but, and so. They knew the Colts didn't have to pass and try to catch up. They had to go away from that run game. And so they could kind of pin their ears back. And then that's when they started getting the pass rush when they got a lead. Kind of similar to the Chiefs a little bit. You know, got got out to a big lead, pin your ears back and just go at it. But that's not going to happen against the Chiefs. You're not going to get a huge lead on the Chiefs like that. I very much, no. I don't I just, I don't see that happening. Not they, Their defense isn't that good. And so, and if you're not going to, Get a pass rush on on Patrick Mahomes and get a lot of pressure on him. And I saw I saw Andrew Luck getting out of the pocket. He was able to roll out, get outside the pocket, and make some throws also. So it'll be interesting to see what Bill Belichick tries to do against Patrick Mahomes. It's one thing to say, okay, this is what we need to take away. This is what we need to do. And it's one thing to actually do it and execute it defensively. So... I, I know that the Andy Reid will have Patrick Mahomes prepared. And I know with the hunger and the competitiveness that Patrick Mahomes has and his mentality that he wants himself to be prepared. So he's going to be studying film. And Andy Reid Andy probably has to tell Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, like, okay, stop. You need to go home and get some rest. You need to, you need to stop watching this film. You need to stop. Okay, you're good. And I think Mahomes just wants to go, go, go. And he's such a student of the game. And I love that about Patrick Mahomes. I love his hunger. I love his competitiveness. And so it could be um, a shootout. But even with it being a shootout, could be a close game in a shootout. You know, like uh, probably a 35-33 or 38-35 type game where it could end up being where Mahomes has the ball last or even Tom Brady has the ball last. It could be one of those games where whoever has the ball last is going to win that game. So I think the important thing for this game coming up against the Patriots is it'll be whoever's defense steps up and makes the most plays because both of these offenses are talented, very good offenses. The Patriots are getting back on track. They 
They have Josh Gordon now, Julian Edelman's back. They have Gronk. They have Sonny Michelle, James White. So they have weapons. Also, they have Corderell Patterson, you know. So they have weapons, not to the degree that the Chiefs have, because the Chiefs' weapons are just, I take the Chiefs' skill position players on offense over the Patriots any day. I still, yes, I take Kelsey over Gronk. <laughs> yes, I, I do. I, I think he's the better tight end. Gronk is a beast, but I think Kelsey is a just multi. He's more athletic to me um, than Gronk is, and so I, I take Tyreek. Like, who's gonna take over Tyreek? Like, uh, not Josh Gordon. I still, I mean, Josh Gordon's a baller. He's a beast. We'll see how he, you know, if he gets back to form. But yo, Tyreek is a game changer. You have to account for him. You can't line up close to him. You got to line up off of him. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are forgetting about Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins will be playing, so they have to account for. It's like you have to pick who are you going to try to stop. Then you, you know who gets forgotten about? Chris Conley. He's a good red zone target. People forget about Chris Conley. Got to got to account for him. So you got Tyreek. You got Watkins. You got Chris Conley. Kelsey, Kareem Hunt, then giving Kareem Hunt a spell. You bring in Spencer Ware. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you got Demarcus Robinson, their wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we have too many weapons. So, it'll be interesting to see which defense makes the most plays. I think the defense that makes the most plays or turnover. I think turnovers will be key in this game. Hopefully. Hopefully, the Chiefs have no turnovers, zero turnovers. Had our first turnovers. Well, that was not first, but um, first two interceptions. But, um, yeah, can we win the turnover battle? Can we can we cause Tom Brady to make a mistake or can we get a strip sack or, you know, cause a fumble? Defense is going to be the key in this game. And I'm not saying that either defense is going to stop the offense consistently, but I'm saying who can make a key stop in that game at the right opportune time and get a turnover and give an extra possession. I think extra pos- extra possessions and field position, which is not accounted for, which we've been getting good field position. If we can, if we get cause the Patriots to have to punt, you got to punt it to Tyreek Hill. Cats ain't punting to Tyreek Hill. They're kicking out of bounds. So field position will be key also. Special teams. I take the Chiefs special teams over the New England special teams any day. So it's going to be a good game, y'all. Um, Woo! And I do want to say so. So uh, Patrick Mahomes is leading the league in total QBR, eighty-six point one. He's number one. He's also number one in touchdowns. Behind him is Philip Rivers with thirteen. Patrick Mahomes has fourteen touchdowns. And so you know he, he's he's up there in all facets of the game. He's twelfth in yards and passing yards, but touchdown he's number one. And so well, the stats that. You want to be leading in is this is the stats where the Chiefs are leading in offensively at least. So um, second in scoring, second to the Rams, you know. But Patrick Mahomes has a better QBR. Jared Goff is number two in QBR. Mahomes is one. So yeah, let's go, man. Let's go. I'm excited about this game. It's been a lot of build up. We're on prime time, y'all. Nationwide, Chiefs stand up. It's Red Friday. Stand up, Kansas City Chiefs. All the fans. Yo, we are the number one fan base in the nation. Ain't nothing like a Chiefs fan. Ain't nothing like Arrowhead Stadium and the tailgating in the crowd. And so, uh, 
Let's go, man. Got to get this W. Let's go to 6-0. and They talk about the stat where um, quarterbacks under the age of 25, they're 1-41 against the Patriots. And the last quarterback to win was Colin Kaepernick. Hmm. Who used to run outside the pocket. Very athletic. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, let's go, man. It's time to go. This is Will Smith with Red and Bold. My team. My voice. MTMV Sports Correspondent for your Kansas City Football Cheese. Be sure to like our page on Facebook, MTMV Sports. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter, MTMV Sports Podcast or MTMV Podcast, MT, MTMV Sports. You know, follow us on Instagram. So we have, you know, a plethora of guys, of correspondents covering different teams and different sports. You know, so be sure to follow us, you guys. I love you guys. Have a great weekend. Chiefs.